Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All right, do you want to do the intro? Yes. All right, well, take it away, Lil. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Overshare. It's me, Lil's, here with Jocelyn, um, remotely, of course, because we're still in quarantine. Remotely. Actually, Lil's, I don't even think I've talked about this on uh, our channel. That you're but kind I'm... of not in quarantine. Well, I'm currently in Arizona because Chris had to come out here to look at a new project that we might be investing in, which is... Truly the most random thing above all time. And the most like adult an sentence I've ever heard. And, and, <laughs> until you get to the RV part, actually. Yeah, we might be uh, investing in an RV and mobile home park. So that's why we had to come out here and look at it. And let me tell you, Arizona is like the promised land right now. It's basically like coronavirus never happened. Well, it depends here. on like, how you look at much, it. You're right. You're totally right. Because... For us, we're definitely still practicing social distancing and like wearing our masks and all that kind of stuff. But literally, I would say 90% of the people here are just like freely living their pre-corona lives like nothing ever happened. There's still some businesses that are not opened, but like, I mean, restaurants, everything. It's just like people everywhere. It's, it's actually wild. Oh my God. Well, speaking of, you're already getting me fired up. Time for our first segment. So over it. What she said. Okay, so for over it, we like to like get a little heated up, you know, get our mm-hmm. blood flowing before then we overshare whatever we're gonna overshare about, which today is gonna be bad roommates. Today is amazing. <laughs> but we'll get to that in a minute. Right now, Jocelyn, what are you over? Okay, so obviously, as per the usual, there are a lot of things I've over, but this that I'm about to share is something I've been over for a long time, have never talked about, and I also think is kind of controversial because we live in a large city where there are a lot of cars, a lot of public transportation, a lot of pedestrians, and a lot of people on cycles. Cycles of all sorts, whether we're talking about scooters, bicycles you freaking name it would you call a scooter a cycle i don't know actually that might have been a little bit of an oversight isn't cycling the act of cycling with your feet going in a cyclical motion 
Okay, so you caught me on that one. Sorry, <laughs> I'm focusing on the really important stuff as usual. Um, continue. Literally, for as long as I can remember, I have had deep-seated issues with cyclists, specifically cyclists, who act like they are on a death mission, like they want someone to run them over. It is the most stressful thing in the world to me to be next to a cyclist. I don't know about you, but when my car is on like a small road or something and there's a bicycle right next to me, I basically become like paralyzed. Like I can't do anything or go anywhere because I'm so stressed out by specifically cyclists who just like zip in and out of traffic like they're on some death mission. Where it's crazy. How are you? That you have you never had? <laughs> have you never had this experience? I'm like picturing. I feel like there's like movie scenes where people are like bombarded by like a sudden bike race, and like that's what you're describing right now. Um, I would say I have actually. You bet. You bet it in the middle of one. Yes, I did once get caught accidentally in this thing called like. Ciclavia or something. It's this annual bike ride that all these people do not, on the west side I in LA. I was waiting for you to say like the Tour de France. <laughs> Basically, that's what it was. And it was me and my Prius surrounded by like a thousand bicycles. And I was just like, you know when you see in movies like in England where the car is surrounded by sheep? That's what I felt like was going on. Um, and I didn't like it at all. Moreover, I don't understand the sport of cycling because it hurts your butt so much. I feel like you're really going to offend the cycling community. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm just trying to be honest. If you're in the cycling community, please share with me something that will help me understand why you like riding a bike like to the top of a mountain. I just don't get it. I have a friend that I see him post, um, he lives in Thousand Oaks and he goes like mountain bike, like downhill and he puts a oh GoPro on his, on like the handlebars. Oh my God. I respond, I was like, this gives me so much anxiety. Like what if you just hit one little thing, right? Like he's going so fast. How, how do you not just fly off? But um, that's why I'm saying. Back to it's the like cyclist show in traffic. I. <laughs> don't have as much of an issue um, or run-ins with like the aggressive ones, more the opposite of. They're like so not aggressive and so slow and they think they're a car and they just like are just taking their time, just going down the street, hanging out. But there's one lane and I'm like, hello, there's five cars behind you. Can you please just get out of the way? And my question, and it's not even a question because I know what the answer is. They're not supposed to ride on the sidewalk. But I also oh, think oh, that there's two they, kinds of cyclists. I, for example, a novice cyclist should never be riding in the middle of a lane where there is traffic and a car could hit me. I should always be on a sidewalk where there's pedestrians because that is those are my people. I get if you're like going 20 miles an hour and you're keeping up with, I mean, where is there a 20 mile an hour speed limit, I guess, but like you're kind of keeping up with traffic, I get it. Or if like the car can kind of go around you. But if you like think that you get the whole lane, I'm confused on what the laws there are. And that's when there is no bike yes. lane. So it's interesting because I actually looked into this because in our neighborhood, there that are so many death, there's so many danger cyclists. Culver is so a very big cyclist neighborhood, I guess. It yeah. is. So if there is a bike lane, legally, you have to be in it. And if you're on the sidewalk, you'll get a ticket. So one day, Chris and I were riding like our beach cruisers, which don't even have speeds. Like they could go like maybe one mile an hour. 
and a guy came off of his porch and was like, you're going to get a ticket for riding that bike on the sidewalk. And I was like, come at me, bro. No one wants me in the street. Like, let's be real. So it's kind of like a source of me being rebellious as well, which is very exciting. The only rebellious thing you've done in your entire life. Yes, exactly. So if you're in the cycling community, I pre-apologize, but please share your wealth of information. Also, side note, my sister dated a cyclist and he was like the worst person ever. He would roll up to my parents' house in his like skin tight, like so tight around the wing. See, not to be shallow, but that's my only problem with the cycling. I just really don't. The outfits make me really uncomfortable. It's just because, like, it's too tight on the crotch, you know? It's like, oh, my God. Well, everywhere. Like, I'm just like, how do they get it on? Like, you think wetsuits are hard to get on? Those look even tighter. I know. I feel uncomfortable thinking oh about God. it. Anyway. Lily, what, what are you over? Well, so... I already had an over it that I was going to share that was just like, I'm over my chronic back pain. But, you know, I feel like kind of a broken record there and everyone's like, we get it, your back hurts. More specifically, last night I had some weird eye thing go on, but I, I'm i just, it's going to be too big of a tangent. So we'll keep it short. What I'm over right now, I am fully in support of stores not being open, only essential businesses. That's fine. But please tell me how Joanne Joanne's Fabrics, for example, is considered an essential business, but what? But the Genius Bar at Apple to do repairs on technology when everyone's fucking working from home. How is that not an essential business? Please tell me that. Because that essential business, uh, when it was essential and open before all this started, and I took my laptop to in to get fixed, yeah, well, they fixed supposedly the things that were wrong, but then they broke the internet by, I mean, they didn't bring it. They didn't reconnect to the Wi-Fi antenna or something. So now I have a laptop that it functions fine, I guess, except for that I can't get on the internet. Can I? I mean, then what's the point of even exactly? And I can't even plug into point. the internet because it's the newer laptops that only have USB-C things, so I can't get the adapter. And you know what? Can't even go to the Apple Store to buy that either. So um, I'm really over. I'm not even saying you should be able to shop there. Just let us drop off my computer to fix it. That feels like a solo process. Like no one else needs to be there. I'm still fully stuck on the fact that Joanne's fabric is considered an essential business. And that is coming from someone who likes to sell and and loves crap. I'm pretty sure that that's the case, right? Like I didn't make that up. I I have no idea. It's been a minute. I would Google it on my laptop that's right next to me. But you know, I don't have an internet. So... Dude, that is actually a mess. I feel as though the Apple Store most definitely should be considered an essential. Because, like, if it was just me being like, I want a new phone or I want, I can't, like, I get that if it was, but, like, I I do need, I I mean, I have another computer I can use. It's not, like, I 100% need it, but it would make my life and working from home a hell of a lot easier, especially because this is a Mac and the other one's a PC. I need my Mac and I can't use it. Oh my gosh, I should have brought it to Arizona with me. I wonder if they're open They are, because I even looked, and the closest one that's open is like 40 miles away, and I was like, do I drive there? You might have to at some point. But then I'd have to drop it off and pick it up. Something to ponder. Anyway, I feel like we both overshared what we were over, but should we move on to the real part of the podcast? Let's overshare! Okay, so today, Jocelyn suggested that we talk about was it just roommate horror stories or just worst roommate ever? It's our, just our worst roommate ever. And it cannot be a sibling. I want to preface You know, that. It it's so funny. outside of your family. It's so funny you say that because I literally, when I was racking my brain, I was like, hmm, does that count? That would definitely be my number one. 
<laughs> no, it has to be someone that you consciously chose to live with and then immediately regretted because at that point it's on you to a certain extent that you're stuck living with this person who is just like the worst of all time. I don't have like one so, person necessarily, but I have a few collective incidents that we can um, definitely discuss. But I know that you, uh, you're, this was your idea. You're chomping at the bit. Yes. And I would love yes. to hear it. Okay, so I Also have... because I want to preface for everyone listening or watching, hello, um, that I like can't imagine Jocelyn being difficult to live with because of how much we've roomed together on vacations and how difficult I am, I feel like. <laughs> and not even difficult, but like that I'm like a slob. I sleep in. I'm like, I. you're literally like up, like, do you need anything, like, need anything from the store? Do you want me to do this? You're like just out and about and doing your own thing. I feel like you'd never even be home. Well, this is a pretty memorable experience. And it happened when I was in college. It is actually the first girl that I met when I moved into the dorms on that very first day. And I thought she was super cool. So I moved into the dorms a day early for whatever reason. So there wasn't that many people in my dorm, but there was one girl that was on my floor and she came over to introduce herself. And I was like, oh, she seems really, really cool. And she was from NorCal. And she's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I have no plans. No one is even in this dorm and I don't know what's going on. She's like, we should go to a party. I met these frat guys and they invited me to a party. So I was like, okay, I'm down. I wanna go to a frat party. This sounds cool. My first day at college, like already going out. So immediately I was like, okay, she's pretty cool. Like I want to hang out with her. We ended up living in the dorms together, obviously for the rest of the year. And we made a ton of friends, even like some of my best friends to this day. Um, people that were at my wedding, people that have been, that you know, Lil, lived with me in the dorms. So cut to our second year and all of us decide, there's five of us, we decide to get a, an apartment in Newport Beach. And here's where things went downhill so freaking fast. I don't even know if you're ready. You better freaking buckle up. So after we moved into this apartment, it was myself and four roommates and I was really close with two of them. Everything seems totally fine. All of us kind of have our own separate Is lives she going one on. Of the two that she, you're friends with? No, she's oh, not. So she's because like, immediately, she's to the side now. Got it. Yes, because immediately from the time we moved in, she started like acting a little strange. Um, one of the things that she was doing that was like kind of precarious to us, which was not a trend at all at the time, was that she would just like eat by the handful yeast. Like just, she would just eat it like as meals. She would just carve out a bunch of yeast out of this container. Gun to my head, if you kitchen. told me to like point <laughs> out what yeast was, I wouldn't know. Is it just kind of like a, like a grain? So it looks like a powder and obviously you think about it to make bread, but people also use it like that are vegan and vegetarian to like season food and you just like add a little bit of it. You don't like consume it by the handful. So that was when I saw her doing that. I was like, that seems a little interesting, whatever. Like, cool, that's your eating habits. I like peanut butter, you like to eat yeast, whatever. Yeah, not the same. <laughs> and then she just like progressively started like doing a lot of weird stuff. Specifically, the one that really stands out is that my friend Elisa, who you know, had just purchased these brand new Roxy sunglasses, which you guys, when you're 19 and you buy a pair of new sunglasses and you invest in that, it might as well be a Rolex, Well, And right? like, so, that, what year was this? This was early 2000s, so it was like the hottest That's any picture time. of me from the early 2000s, I am wearing Roxy and I thought I was the coolest bitch ever. 
Yes. So Elisa has these brand new, super top cute Roxy line. sunglasses. And top of the line, girl. And she leaves them in our living room. And she leaves, comes back, and when she comes into the living room, the Roxy sunglasses are <gasps> gone. So she starts asking everybody, like, where are my sunglasses? Have you seen them? Have you seen them? And she asks all of us, and everyone's like, no, I haven't seen them, including, you know, the girl that I'm referencing, who I think for the remainder of this I will call Gertrude. So <laughs> Gertrude's like, <laughs> Gertrude's like, no, I haven't seen the sunglasses. Cut to, like, the next day, and all of us have decided wholeheartedly that it had to have been Gertrude that stole the sunglasses. Also, what do these so sunglasses Elisa, look like? Because it's not like a Ray-Ban situation where they all look the same. No. No, no, no. They were, like, a cute Roxy, kind of like a slight cat eye, Ooh. like tortoise vibe very trendy then so elisa goes back and she's like are you sure you haven't seen my sunglasses and she's like no then an hour later what should happen the sunglasses reappear in the same place where they initially disappeared and you want to know what gertrude said gertrude said this she said uh i'm so sorry i forgot that i tried on your sunglasses but i thought it was just a dream and i oftentimes get confused between dreams and reality and we were like what? So you just stole the sunglasses and are now telling us that you have this thing where you get confused between dreams and reality. And then it turned into a situation where homegirl was a full-on klepto. She was stealing things left and I right. I mean, and that's so bad. That's a ballsy excuse. Like, yes, I know. I'm like, who even makes that up, right? So my friend Grace, it got so crazy, she had to actually put a lock on her door. But wait for it. Gertrude, homegirl, somehow found the spare key and was still able to get in there. And so when Grace goes into the bedroom and she's like, finds Gertrude in there, she's like, excuse me, what are you doing? Gertrude she caught her mid-steal? Yes. Yes. And what did Gertrude say? Gertrude said, I was just writing you a little note, a sweet little note to leave on your computer. I just wanted to say hello. And we were like, huh? That makes no sense. But in in then, the room that she just came, got into broke with into. another key. Got it, Broke yeah. into. Yeah, broke into. Then, and here's where I had my own personal vendetta. I had made Rice Krispie Treats from scratch oh. for my boyfriend at Yum. the time. For I was going to say day. for who? You weren't eating them. <laughs> no, it was for my boyfriend at the time, and it was Valentine's Day. And I don't even bake, so this was a big deal for me. And I made them and I left them in the kitchen and then like I went to school and when I came back from school, guess what? They were all eaten. That is literally straight out of a sitcom where it's like there's a cake on the counter and there's a note on it like, don't eat this cake for Timmy's party. And then like the girl, like the sister goes in and eats it. Are you kidding? And what, is, what does Gertrude do? Because obviously I knew it was her. I looked at her and I was like, did you eat all my Rice Krispie treats that are for my boyfriend's Valentine's Day gift? And she just looked at me with this like weird little smile and just went, hee hee. And I was like, are, are you serious? Are you actually serious? But here's when things got really crazy because we lived in Newport. Oh, I would have, the last guys, straw for me would have been the Rice Krispies. I was already beyond the point of no return. So we lived in Newport Beach and it's like a huge town for going out at night. There's like a lot of activity. And there's also a lot of like, weird, I call it Peter Pan syndrome, like guys that never want to grow up, that just never leave Newport Beach, Accurate. that are like 40, like 40 years old and trying to be at a college bar. You know what I mean? I wake up one morning and two of these old Peter Pans are asleep in our living room. And I was like, I don't even know who these people are. And they were old. Like they were like my dad's age. And I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm freaking out. So I told my parents, okay, which if you guys know my parents, if you've ever seen my dad in any videos, 
he cannot BS people. So my dad comes over to our apartment to like build something or whatever. And Gertrude, who was naturally probably your hair color, Lily, like very, very blonde. So Gertie decides to dye her hair black, full on dark black, like completely pitch black. And my dad walked into the apartment and he saw her and all he did was say, ew, why'd you do that? I've actually had someone Which say like, that to me before when I walked in with a different color hair. Which was just the most savage thing of all time. So things obviously, there was a million other weird things that happened. Things that went missing, random strangers that were like asleep, like right next to my bedroom, just like a lot of crazy stuff. So by the end of the year, it was definitely obvious that we were never speaking again after we moved out, like absolutely never. But you know, with Facebook and social media, you would think that like, anyone and everyone would be on it. She is disappeared. I'm totally convinced that she's in witness protection. Cannot find her anywhere. Well, when, it, when you said that she friends. dyed her hair, I was gonna say, oh, did she steal something big this time and she needed to like change her identity? I don't know, but honestly, there was something very strange going on there and I would not be surprised if she was involved in some sort of crazy thief ring because she was stealing so much stuff but um but that was my worst roommate ever wow. and thankfully from there it was just straight up I'm a little upset really, really good I haven't heard that story before I know it's really weird I feel like it's because I'm so scarred I actually reached out to my two girlfriends that I'm still like best friends with to ask them if they had any stories and they were like reminding me of some of the stuff I just shared and we were just like cackling because at one point we were even just like freaked out in general like what is she gonna do so all three of us would sleep in one bedroom together <laughs> oh my god anyways wait what so what are your incidents well, so i know you have some good ones oh, gosh say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I never had like horrible roommate situations because my random roommate in college freshman year was just never there. So I had like the room to myself. And then Sarah was my sweet mate. And we had met like we had been, they tell you everyone's name ahead of time so you can connect and like 
email yeah, like, or call each other like who's bringing the mini i was gonna say coordinate stuff but like what are you coordinating so yeah like chat beforehand i don't know so yes. sarah and i had like already pretty much been like okay she seems cool like i think we'll be friends but uh we were sweet mates and then like second semester she ended up moving in and then that was like the best situation ever because we literally just couldn't care less about anything sophomore year we had a interesting scenario <laughs> because we lived I actually just talked about this in my um some of my story times I feel like it comes up almost everyone that relates to college but that I lived at this apartment complex called The View and it was just opening and I I feel like it's probably like most colleges have these kind of places now but at the time it was like the beginning of the whole phase of these fancy high-end apartment complexes that have like a yes. ton of amenities swimming pools, like rooftop swimming and pools like and like tanning beds and there yes. was like they just had so many things that you were like oh my god this is so much stuff for so cheap absolutely it was all made very cheaply as well and like then it was like <laughs> gross because all these kids would go party at these apartment complexes with no supervision which like some people are 21 most of them weren't because most of the people no. that live there were all sophomores and we're all like 20 so we all just partied in that <laughs> building so we had a roommate that would we were friends with her and she also had some mental health issues as well. But there was, before we knew that, there was several scenarios where was, she like stole my sandals one time and it was kind of like the sunglasses where it was like, what's the deal? But even with actually these, on like, a different thievery. level, because this was like, they were specifically, they were my brown Javiana sandals because we're in Arizona. So that's <laughs> all I fucking wore because it's so hot there all the time. <gasps> yes. And I just remember that it's like, those are very, those like mold to your feet. Like after you wear them yes, for a while, it's not like, it's like, Oh, huh. like everyone has them, but it would be very clear to go try them on and be like, no, no, those are mine. Especially these are because mine. Yes. Your girl had bunions. You have bunions. So <laughs> your bunions have severe indentations in these. I, I did end up getting surgery the following year, but um, anyway, so there was time that she would lock her door. Like we never would steal anything, but she was the only one that would ever lock her door. And there was four of us living there. And she had taken them and I like, I, I didn't accuse her of it. I asked, but like everyone knows if you're asking if some, if you took something like, it's like, have you seen them? Like, well, what do you mean? Have I seen them? If they're not in the general living area that we're sitting in, then probably not. Then they're in a room and she took them. Uh, well, so she denies it adamantly right off the bat. And then I realized that she's left at one point. Oh, I forgot to mention that the whole reason I even thought it was her, because otherwise, why would I assume anyone has stolen my $10 sandals? Like these aren't like really nice, like fun, like Gucci shit. Like, could you imagine I ever no. had Gucci shoes in my life? Um, they're literally like plastic sandals, rubber sandals. And the way the apartment was set up is that there's two bedrooms on each side and then the living room in between. And me and Sarah lived on one side and like, there's no reason that she would need to go come over on there unless she was doing laundry, which was on our side. So I'm sitting in the uh, living room and I see her walk to that side. And I thought it was strange because she didn't have any laundry with her. And then she like kind of was like rummaging around in there. Creeping about. But like didn't do anything. Came back out. Like didn't have anything. So in my head, I was like, that's kind of weird. Gone. A couple hours go by. I go to put my shoes on, which I had just cleaned my room, which like was very rare. So like 
<laughs> I knew where they were. And I had just organized all my shoes. So they're all next to each other in a nice little rows in my closet. And I remember going in there and it's like all of them are there. And then there's just a hole where the sandals were. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, but that's such a weirdly specific thing to do. I know. I and I still to this day don't understand. Maybe I could ask her now because like, I feel like we've been through so much that like, shoot. Because I know that I you wonder if she like, would just have like a remember. Brandy Melville or something in there. Like you had something nicer in there for sure than the sandals. <laughs> Maybe a computer. <laughs> <laughs> like debatable. I don't know. But regardless, so <laughs> I think it's so strange. And then I like go back out to the living room. I'm like, did I... Like, but I knew so, it was like not even a question had I left them there. It was like 100%, there's a hole where they were. Why would I, but none of this makes sense. Yeah. She leaves and I'm like, wait, she did walk up. That's so weird, but she did walk over there earlier. And that's so random. Like why I go in her room, which she has actually left unlocked for once. And I open her closet, see all of her shoes. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I was wrong. I open the other side of the closet. All of her shoes are all lined up over here. My one pair of Javianas is just by themselves, far corner. And I just remember being like, why? But now at this point, like I've already asked her. She already said no. How so do, do I do? do I just take them back and then pull the same shit she did? And when she asked me, I don't know, these are mine. When she's like, Oh, where'd you find your sandals? You just say, I don't know. I give her like a weird yep, wink or right? something. So at this point, I think I consulted with my other roommates and like a couple hours go by <laughs> and I just left them there because I didn't want to, I don't know. She was a little volatile at the time. So I just like didn't want to like take them and then just have her be like, you right. took something Mixed out of my room, up. blah, blah. Yeah. So instead, I kind of, <laughs> I don't even remember if anyone else was there when I confronted her, but it was basically me being like, so... Uh, we'll call her Gertie as well. I was like, so oh, Gertie. And she's like, yeah, girl. And like super happy, super like pepped up, like great mood. And I'm like, uh, you know how I asked you about my sandals earlier? Like, if you still not seen them? She's like, no, like, that's so weird. Like, did you, did you look? And like, starts offering suggestions. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm... So honestly, I'm just going to, I looked in your closet. I know that they're in there. I didn't take them because it felt weird. But like, I, can you just give, like, why did you take them? Can you just give them back? Like, at that point, I'm like, what the fuck are you, like, what are you doing? I'm like, do you need them that bad? Like, it, it made no sense. Not to mention, like, talk about nicer shoe collection that I could have had. She had nicer shoes. And I'm like, why do you want my, like, gross, worn, sweaty bunion shoes? Like, that's strange. So um, then she still denied it. <laughs> denied it and claimed that they were hers. And I was like, what? Well, but... They're no, not. They have my bunion yeah, shape. Literally, my bunion shape. I didn't. Bunion I don't shoe. even think I was like pulling like the like. Well, if you look at my, fa- I was just going. Well, I'm like, no, they're not. Like you don't. I've <laughs> n- I've never seen you wear it. Like, the, are you kidding? Really? And then goes and gets them and throws them towards my side of the apartment. She's like, fine, just take them. Pretending as if she's what? throwing like her shit. Like she's giving up and I'm just being difficult. So she's just giving me the shit. And then I'm kind of like, cool, like, thanks for my shoes back. 
So I don't understand like the whole like theft thing. Like who knew having a roommate that was a thief was such a big thing, but I still wish you would have pulled the bunion. I just am more confused at what they think the outcome, like I get, I I mean, I don't really get it, but like the whole idea behind like kleptomania is like that they get like a rush and they like, like to live on the edge and stuff. But it's like, why wouldn't you pick things that you maybe wouldn't get caught for? Not like the really obvious ones that are like, hey, it'd be like like wearing a shirt that says Lily and be like, nope, this is mine. <laughs> or like stealing stuff that's maybe like nicer or fancier. I, or I have never had that to happen. So <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of any others. Other stuff, it's mostly just been like weird food things. Like uh, I, one of my roommates, I remember I used to be obsessed with... Uh, and this will have so much more uh, context now. I feel like that I've come out as a stoner. But uh, <laughs> that I used to be obsessed with those Special K strawberry bars. Oh, and, bomb. Those are oh so God, good. They literally were like candy. And it would come in like boxes of, it was like boxes of eight maybe. But then there was ones that were like the bonus pack and at 12. Obviously, I'm buying the 12 because I eat like five at a time Obviously. because they're so good. Well, I was going to say, yeah, that's like one of those things like fruit by the foot or gushers where if you open the box, you eat all of them. I was thinking more like of one it, it's the whole idea is like that they're healthy. So it's always like trying to be like 100 calories each. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, but if you eat five of them, mm. <laughs> you're like, I just ate three weeks worth of special K bars. It was I'm all, pretty sure it's not healthy. It was always like, that's my go-to high snack. So I remember I had just, and this was like early clever, I think. So I like didn't have any money. (laughs) So I remember I get home, long day, get pretty high, go to eat some. And I had like a fresh box that I hadn't even broken into yet. I am not someone that is like super protective over my food. Like I'm very generous with my stuff. You are, yeah. I mean, like maybe not as generous when I was like poor, but... I could afford to buy some special, like if you want one or two, help yourself. That's fine. She ate. How many? I got How the many? whole box is empty. So there's, there's Stop, two. But she left the box. I was going to say, so there's two things here. One, you ate all of them. Two, you left the fucking box to give me enough of the hope to no. think that they mm-hmm. were going to be there. And then they just weren't. Oh my God. What do you? So did you guys ever discuss it? I think I like brought it up to her and I was like, so you had some of those special K bars, huh? She was like, oh my God, yeah. And this was like, this excuse, totally understand because like they were my high snacks. She's like, oh my God, yeah, I got really high last night and they were so good, so sorry. But again, but it's I was so like- weird but, to leave to leave the box. To leave the box is the weird part. 12? I'm like, that's a lot, are you okay? <laughs> a lot of fiber. That's a lot of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. She must've been like, Amped it up. was very strange. I don't know. Oh, and then I guess oh. the last one is just that I had a roommate at some point in my life. We'll keep it vague. No, it was in college. Um, and I was, we were friends and we are still fine. Uh, but she wasn't the most delightful to live with anyway, just because it was very much felt like it was her apartment and uh, me and the other roommate were just kind of there. We're just living and there, like, crashing Anything there. went wrong, it was our fault. Or, like, she just, like, felt like she did everything. But, like, she would... In- Slash did nothing. No, or she would, like, insist on doing things, but then, like, get mad at us for not doing it. And we, like, didn't even know that... Anyway, 
I'm not someone that like, I wouldn't say I have like bad luck with guys, but I would say that I just don't like guys like it for every like it's hard for you to find someone you thank like. you for actually knowing how to talk yeah um you're like you have high standards like you you want a guy who like is gonna actually entertain well and it's like you know someone better example i was trying to frame it as like there's guys that i would hook up with in college but also th- this was someone that i still liked sober yeah probably okay, that's, a, that's a great way of doing it. probably one of the very few like I could count maybe two or three. It the entirety of college yes. that I actually liked as a person outside of just like going and party, going to parties. Yeah. So you would think <laughs> that your roommate and friend wouldn't sleep with basically the one like that you actually like had really voiced that you liked. It and nope. not mm-hmm. even just not no. even just no. had sex with them. No, in our apartment. Stop. What kind of terrible person does So then, that is I'm horrible. mad at both of them. But I don't I'm find mad. out. I'm mad now. Ten years I later. didn't find out for like two years. Oh, see, that's why. That's when you know it's bad because that means. They knew it was bad. She was trying to hide oh, it from she, you. She knew so it was wrong. So to this day, um, was wrong at the time. she never apologized and never acknowledged it. And he basically uh, cried. To, <laughs> I was visiting. um I was visiting Arizona and he still lived there at the time. He basically apologized and was crying to me. <laughs> crying yes, he tears? cried. Oh my gosh. So you did win at the and, end of the oh, day. Oh, and then um, I actually recently found screenshots that he had sent me that I had sent to my friend of him apologizing again, saying he felt like he needed to apologize again sober because he was drunk when we were talking and he was crying. It was... Basically, like, can't believe he did that. So horrible. And I was like, uh, yeah, kind of a dick move or something. And he's like, yeah, you could call me a lot worse names than that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Th- that actually is the worst. So, and then. Like, having a roommate that you well, trust. Well, and then the fact that the guy, do that I mean, like, and cool. to this day, like, I'm closer with him still as a friend than I am with her. But I'm like, the fact that he apologized and she di- she just never acknowledged it. Oh, my gosh. That's actually crazy. And that is why the older you get then more and more you're like, I cannot have a roommate anymore unless it's literally my favorite person on the planet. Or just someone that is like Like, very even keeled that they don't have like mood swings that you aren't going to have someone get home and like suddenly be mad. And it could be about something else, but then they like take it out on you. I, the reason me and um, my friend Sarah always were great together is because we're both like very like, like, what do you want to watch? Like, want to go get food? Just very chill. And it's just like, very what do you want to do? Oh, you want to watch that movie? Sure. And then it was just always very like, no one was trying to like overpower the other. It was just like hanging out. Yep. I I ended up living with the same girls for the rest of college who are the ones who are still my friends to this day, like my best friends. And, you know, I just remember all of the great times we had in those Newport apartments and very specifically, and this is going to date me. I remember watching episodes of the OC, living in OC, going to college in OC while it was originally. Oh, that's pretty epic. It's epic. Do you want to know what show I can vividly remember watching when we moved into our apartment my junior year? And I remember we had like two like leather, fake leather, Ikea couches and a TV. That was like the only furniture in the room and we're the only ones with cable at the time. So everyone came over to watch the premiere of... Pretty Little Liars. 
stop. And I was already working at Clever, Lily. I was like already on the set of Pretty Little Liars as you were watching it in Arizona. Yep. That is crazy. Yep. That's actually crazy. Wow. Well, my mind is blown, but I think we have truly overshared. We have shared a lot. And now it is time for us to share well. So, so long, share well. I hate us so much more now. All right, so Lil, what would you like to share to bid our listeners and viewers share well? Well, um, I had a few things that were going through my head, but most of them I feel like I've already shared on social media. So this is one that I just found out. Uh, like everything I'm always like, oh, I saw this TikTok. <laughs> The amount, honestly, TikTok has brought me a lot of joy. The amount of TikToks that I sent, me and Megan send each other is a problem. Like, I I'm it. just glad, I think she's the only person that I can send them to that won't get sick of them. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this isn't even one that I sent anyone, but I wrote it down because I wanted to do a video of things that I learned from TikTok where it's like actual things that's like, what? How did I not know that before? Uh, yes. This is an iPhone hack, everyone. Apparently, and I don't know, maybe other people know this, but I don't think they do. One, I found out a long time ago, and I think everyone knows now, that to scroll all the way to the top, you hit the clock. What? If you're like in a text combo. I don't think so. To go to, uh -huh. to, go to the top of the conversation, or like to load at least as far as it has loaded, you press the- You hit the yeah, clock? And then it automatically goes up. No, did not know that. My mind so, is blown. What else do you one. have to share? Um, another one that I found out, I want to say- I want to say Kelsey Dara actually posted this in a story like forever ago. And I was like, what do you mean? That if you need to like get, you know, I have a lot of issues with my touch screen that I'm like never, like I can touch somewhere and it feels like it's like five letters the other way. You hold down the space bar and you can move it and it decides where the cursor goes. What? Try it. Your mind will be blown. But this, that's crazy. So those are both very helpful. This next one I saw and I was like, what if you have any app open if you just swipe on the very bottom of the screen it'll swipe between all of your apps that are open oh yeah i know that one chris has shown me that one before because he's kind of like a little app secret person as well but that one blew my mind when i first two out of three but um that one i've never seen before and i feel like usually it's like okay but when would that come in handy but i feel like if you're facetiming all the time doing stuff all the time absolutely now i'm like what else can you do and also, I think iPhone hacks or whatever you want to call them are something that we will actually use on a daily basis. Unlike all these other weird hack videos that are out there that like you may use once or you may never use, but that's actually useful information. So I love that. What I don't appreciate is, have you seen like the strawberry videos about washing? Yeah, them? don't even talk to me about it. Most the of strawberry them are video fake. on TikTok ruined my but life people are putting, i don't even care if it's they're fake. putting bugs in it i'm like do not make me think that that came out of that i can't no i i just there's disgusting. nothing that pisses me off disgusting I, i'm gonna add another over it i know we're supposed to end on a high note but what really <laughs> grinds my gears is i fucking hate it when why would you make like hack videos and fake that it works like i get that i it's yeah, a stupid I question like that's like all. i understand because it gets views but like i it just what how could how could you lie that much? I just, just do what we've that actually do work. seen a lot of these videos. You and I have watched a lot of these videos because we made a few TikTok hack videos. And in watching the other people who have supposedly done these hack videos, I'm not gonna call any of them into question personally. None of the stuff they're doing 
actually works. It's all alive. Oh my God. Can we actually, Sorry. I feel like we just need to do a whole episode on um, TikTok. Who knows where it would go? But I was going to say the other trend that really pisses me off about people faking things. If I see one more of these, it's, I've seen them across the board, different genres, but the most recent trend is girls that are, or guys, someone's answering their phone and basically it's someone yelling at them being like, Hey, I was looking through my girlfriend's phone and you text her all the time. Like, what the fuck, dude? Stay out of her DMs. Blah, blah. And it's like some jealous boyfriend getting mad. And then the person filming is always like, uh, dude, like who, like, who are you even talking about? And then they like name their girlfriend and then it ends up being like, oh, that's my sister. Oh, I haven't and seen then those. The, and then the person, those are not getting served oh up God, to me. You're so lucky. Don't ever watch them because then they'll keep coming. <laughs> because then... All of them are fake. I see five a day at least. And it's, it's like the script doesn't even change. I'm like, how do you people think that? I, I just don't understand. I don't, maybe they're all trying to become actors. But since this is Sharewell and we're supposed to end on a positive note, I'm going to share something that I'm very obsessed with that it's kind of a full circle moment because even though I did have it out for the cycling community at the start of this episode, there the is one. Minutes? There is. <laughs> Something has changed drastically and there is something that I really approve of and appreciate that they're responsible for and that is bike shorts. I don't like the costumes that zip up, absolutely not into it, but I'm such a huge fan of bike shorts and the fact that they are back in style because they're not as short as like the previous Lycra shorts, which might as well be a swimsuit and they're not yoga pants but they're like an in-between. And if you wear them correctly, you can pretend that you're Haley Baldwin. Like you look as cute as her. I'm very into it. But the bike shorts that I just purchased from Target, I will link to them in the info section, are so amazing and splendid. And I highly recommend 10 out of 10. Biker shorts are the bomb. I feel like so much of my there wardrobe these days is Target. One, because I love Target and they have a lot of sweatshirts. It's the only thing that's and two, open. because it's whenever I was like, okay, well I need pasta, I need soup. Oh sweats <laughs> exactly and the target clothing section is amazing i will stand very, by that forever very conveniently located near the checkout so even if you forget right at the front <laughs> they remind you <gasps> oh, oh my gosh well i think that brings this episode to a close but you guys hit the comment section if you're watching this video on YouTube and let us know your own Gertie stories. Also, if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, on Apple, anywhere that podcasts are, we really want to know what you guys think. So if you're watching, take a screenshot, share it on socials. We'll be sharing it all over the place as well. But we want to know what you guys think about the show and we really need your support yeah, I, as well. I mean, if you don't like it, maybe you could keep that to yourself. But if, if you like it, we <laughs> would like you to share. <laughs> exactly. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast anywhere that you can. It's now officially on Apple Podcasts, which we're so excited about. So you can leave five stars and a review. I've already read some of them. Lily, we already have reviews Gosh. on Apple by the way. Um, and yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And I guess Lily, we should bid them farewell. But first we have to say to each other, thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. And, uh. and with that, the show is over. You guys have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, follow the rules, and we'll see you next Bye. week. Thank you for being Bye. here today.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.